Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. There might be times in your life where you feel like you get things wrong. There might be times in your life where you feel like you are judging yourself all the time of like, oh man, I mucked that up and being really hard on yourself. And the best example I can think of is when people walk off the golf course and they're thinking about the putt they missed on one of the holes, a shot that they didn't quite hit as well as they wanted to. And, and even if they've played 99% of their shots really well, they're focused on the bit that didn't go well. And then if you think about, again, if we look at the golf analogy, you might play three really good shots on a hole and then you just miss a part and you might have struck it pretty well. Maybe it took a little boggle on the green. Maybe it just you just got something technically slightly wrong, but you go to the next tee thinking about that part instead of focusing on the positive part. And how often in life do you do that where you spend your whole week doing great stuff and you're focusing on that one mistake? It's an old pattern, an old belief of, in inverted commas, getting it wrong. It's not that you've got it wrong. It's that as a child, you were unfairly judged. And now you're running every moment through that same filter. I can think of different times growing up where I was someone who asked a lot of questions and so questions and questions and questions. And so that would have, <laughs> I can imagine having a child who did the same thing to me that that would have really tested my dad's patience. And uh, there are different times where he would have got sick of waiting for me to just to get things done because I was a bit of a procrastinator even back then. And he just come and just do it for me. So the pattern that developed there was, I was getting it wrong. I just need someone to come and do it for me. But needing that validation or needing that someone to come rescue me or come and do it for me. And that played out in so many different areas and in school and uh, even at uni. And then different things in the in the uh, in my corporate career as well. And and at times in business and personal life and lots of different areas. Particularly that idea of like focusing on the small things. I remember after football on a on a Sunday night, just going to bed and thinking about mistakes. Yeah, not not focusing on all the good stuff that happened. When I learned journaling back 2012, 13, around then, 
it was just amazing at getting to the end of a week, having spent every day writing down my wins and acknowledging things that needed the attention and getting to the end of a week and go, man, I really wasn't productive enough. I didn't get enough done. And then go into my journal and there's irrefutable proof of just how good the week was. And it's amazing when we focus on the good, we focus on what we have done well, how much better we feel about those mistakes that often are minor, that small setbacks, they're just such a small part of our days and yet how much energy and time and thought and overthinking do we place upon these things. That's why I talk so much about journaling. It's just such a powerful tool to create truth. The truth is is that 99% of the times you get things right. And sometimes when something happens that you get it wrong and and the consequences seem quite large or it's not a product of that particular moment, but it's a product of a whole lot of decisions that have compounded to reach that different point. But amongst those compounding moments, whether you want to call them mistakes or just call them just different choices you made, again, there's going to be the 99% where you got it right. And rather than looking at this big catastrophe, it's like catastrophe, it's, it's actually looking at it going, okay, there's something that needs attention here. I can't change what's just happened, but I can look at it and go, how do I make sure this doesn't happen again? How do I pay some attention to this so I can improve things? And the worst thing you can do is get down yourself about getting it wrong, dwelling and focusing on that small percentage. It's not good for you. It's not good for the people around you, partner, children, siblings, parents, friends. Just bring that energy to everything. You might start then reacting the same way to their small mistakes when, again, they're doing great things so many other times. I did a talk for my sister's youth group just recently and I was recalling a story where I'd been pretty harsh on my daughter when she was quite young because she knocked over a drink. Again, like that's a pattern that could potentially have had an impact for her around mistakes. I don't know, I haven't specifically asked her about that one, but that wasn't her fault. And you've had moments like this yourself when you were younger where different people, adults, siblings, reacted in a certain way and you created a belief that when that happens, when a mistake happens, when you get something not perfect and then all the things you called yourself, you're you're an idiot, you're, you're clumsy, you're shy, or all those labels that you got given by other people and took them on. They're just bullshit. They're just other people's ideas about how things were, usually a projection of their own stuff, their own frustration itself. So focus on the positive. Remember you're not broken. Remember that you can improve. Keep track of it with your journal. If you haven't got one yet, get yourself a journal. Start with a notepad. Write just in your diary anywhere. Start keeping track. Create that truth and just see how many times you are getting it right every single day and allow yourself to celebrate that i hope you enjoyed this episode of the grief code podcast thank you so much for listening please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too if you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief let's chat email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com 
forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.